RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. I'll be right with you. Talk amongst yourselves. Hi, I'm Tara Devlin. Nice to see you, even though I can't see you. I know you're there. I feel you. I feel your energy and determination. So, okay, yeah, my name is Tara Devlin. We meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RGT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And then we are rebroadcast starting Sunday um, at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app. And we are also on GDPR Revolution 99, which is another great liberal radio station. If you haven't checked it out, you should go check it out. Bookmark it right now. Also, let's see. Um, yeah, this is a political talk show, obviously, RDT Daily. That comes from the, uh, it's the, that's the rebranded name of Republican Dirty Tricks, which is that delightful website that I started back in 2009, and it's still going. We, we uh, rebranded it as RDT Daily because most of the people that went to the site and to our Facebook page would they they just shorthanded the name RDT RDT so we changed it RDT Daily Republican Dirty Tricks Daily if only we would run out of content right maybe one day but um, I don't know let me see so what else do I have to say please become a patron I want to thank our, our patrons, we just before the show started, we got a new patron, um, and her name is Deborah. I want to thank you, Deborah, for for becoming a patron. Uh, and uh, and while I'm at it, let me just give a shout out to all the patrons: Michael, Lisa, Joey, Michael D, Daniel S, Sam, Michael L D, Gail, Jim, Randall, David. Gary, James, Anthony, Martin, Cynthia, Dwayne, Peter, Jane, John, Susan, okay? One day I'll, there'll be too many names to read. I know that. But every time you join uh, our patron, become a patron, um, a Republican cries. So help make them really uh, the party that let's let's put them where they belong frankly in the dung heap of history republicans um and it doesn't matter i mean it's really conservatism they can call themselves any any other name a conservative by any name stinks stinks up it's they stink up a room they stink up a party they stink up this democracy they they bring nothing to the table when you're on the internet, right, and you're in, and you're you're uh, engaging in discourse with other human beings, it takes all it takes is one Republican to ruin a party, right? You can be having a, a an intelligent discussion, and then you'll have one Republican come in and start talking about drinking liberal tears or libtards, or they 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 say nothing, they have nothing to offer. They're, they're emotionally stunted, um, I don't know, uh, agents of their own demise, really, the average Republican. It's pretty fascinating. But the, the founders who put this thing together, the founding fathers and mothers, they, 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 I guess they were hoping above hope that we would not be as, as stupid, 
as a lot of other people throughout history. And it's not really their fault, though, the Republicans that are, in a way, in a way, because we, the, the, we have so much against us to prevent democracy from truly breaking out, to prevent people from being stupid enough to vote for, the, for, for a con man. So you really got to work to try to, you know, be in, in the solution. And you also have to overcome a lot of, I think, human fail, failings, but in a way. All right, what am I saying? I don't know. I'm just saying that I think that uh, we are, as normal people, so it's really normal people versus conservatives. You don't have to be necessarily a flaming liberal like I am, a flaming socialist, a flaming gay person like me. But um, you, do have, you do have to be normal. You have to be emotionally capable of functioning in a free democratic society. That's what, that's where really, it, it, that's what it takes to live in a country and in a diverse nation of laws. And as you see, a lot of people are not capable of doing that, uh, which is pretty, it's pretty depressing. That's probably the most depressing part of living in the last days of the American Republic is, is the understanding that we are sharing the same air with so many people who are morons, right? They don't even want to evolve. That's the thing. The, and I always talk about the difference between Republicans and Democrats or, let's say, you know, normal people and Republicans is that when we get new information, we adapt our ideas. We don't, we're not just stuck with um, the, the, the Democratic Party, let's say, right? It's if the Democratic Party behaved like the Republican Party behaves, if, they, if, if we saw the Democratic Party decline and put a, an outright racist as their standard bearer, someone who praises Nazis and authoritarians, the most the, of the normal American people who, who consider themselves Democrats would not be in that party anymore. We would abandon it and form a party of normal people. Not Republicans, though. Not them. I've, uh, they really have set the bar uh, low. Or high, as I guess you're, depending on the way you look at it, because I I I knew that they were horrible. I knew that they were greed-centered ghouls and ghosts of the Gilded Age, but I never imagined that they were so. Uh, I don't know. That I guess it's just it, that it was so rampant. But I guess that's just my. My hope for humanity, I kind of put more faith in that. But, you know, this is why we don't, we don't elect, we, this is why you shouldn't elect con men and uh, sycophants as, your, as, as leaders. So, anyway, or representatives. For instance, where am I? <laughs> I'm talking about, where am I? Somebody, who, who am I? I wish, right? I wish somebody would wake me up and this was a dream. I'd be in the shower or something and somebody, I was like, oh, it's a dream. It's like Dallas. 
I wish this was a dream. That someone would wake me a nightmare, frankly. And I'd wake up in a functioning democracy. That must be nice, living in a functioning democracy. Sometimes I, I, I dream about it. I do. I, and that's probably why I always say i got to get the hell out of here. Sometimes I'm sitting here and I'm reading and I'm, I'm preparing for the show. And I'm like, i got to get the hell out of here. What am I doing here? We're, uh, I'm living in a, a, we all have this limited lifespan. And I'm living in a, in a, in a monster show. I can't even believe it, and it's happening. And there's so many things I want to talk about today. Okay, one of the one of the things I wanted to say, as I'm just thinking of the topics, was uh, I was. Be, I guess it's just better to just go into it because one of the things I wanted to say was the. I saw this farmer. I mean, there's so many things to talk about. One is the. I we're we're going to war again, and or at least they're going to try. Are we going to let them do this again? They're, they're really going to get away with this again? They're lying us into a war? Not only are we in a war based on lies, a war of corporate aggression, based on lies, but we're, um, they're going to double down on that lie and take us to war against Iran, which is not, it's not a cakewalk in Iraq. And Iran is a lot different. They're not, uh, uh, they're not going to be easily pushed over. As the so oh, so what we have an amazing an amazing military, of course we do. We spend enough money on it for Christ's sakes. We spend more than every other country combined to create death and destruction. We don't have enough money here for health care though, but we have enough money to create more war, and to I, I mean it's just it's so sickening how we have how low we have gone. But the other thing before I get into that is I want I was I saw this of course with the with with Trump and his tariffs and he's and he's talking about the patriotic um, farmers they're such great patriots and there's it's the it's right out of Stalin's playbook I you you could hear the same words coming out of any any fascist authoritarian throughout history praising the patriot what what do these people know about patriotism they know nothing about it and we've had this discussion before what is a patriot a patriot leaves no one behind so uh, i mean that's my definition of a patriot and that's what that was the that's used to be kind of the definition that we were going from right the uh, e pluribus unum out of many one the united states Oh Jesus Christ! But the the so Trump is um, causing a lot of pain to the the certain segments of the society. A lot of 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 them are Trump voters for whatever reason. So um, there was this guy, this uh, farmer that was on I can't remember CNN, I guess, and it it really irritated me. Because he's now he's off the Trump train now. Let me let me find this. I hope I captured this as I'm talking about it. Yes, yeah, CNN. He's off the Trump. Let me just play this clip and then we'll we'll talk about it. You voted for President Trump. You liked his. I remember you saying you liked his can-do, get-it-done attitude. So now, in this moment, when you say you're in a free fall, what is your message to him? Well. <laughs> 
my message is, is that certainly I, I did, and I'll say it again, I, I voted for the president just, just because of that. But I was on the Trump train, I was off the Trump train, back and forth. I finally got off at Helsinki, because I, 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 Helsinki was a mess to me. I couldn't stand That's the waffling and, and, and all of that with, with, with Putin. So I'm off the Trump train. Um, where I'm going for now is I got to protect my business. You know, a minute ago, the president, you played a clip that he said that we were patriots. Well, I'll tell you what, to me, that's just a design to make me continue to be quiet, and I'm not going to be quiet. So he's off the Trump train now, and that I always get irritated. Of course, I'm irritated. as That's like kind of my baseline most days. But the, that, that's what it takes because you're being affected now. Not that it wasn't when he came down the escalator claiming that Mexicans were rapists. That's, that was okay with you. Um, it wasn't when he was praising Nazis marching in the streets of Charlottesville. That's okay. But it's now. Now you're off the Trump train. Oh, he said, oh, well, it was Helsinki. That was, he, he was a little iffy watching Trump pretty much um, kiss Putin's ass. Not pretty much. Literally, it was such a disgrace watching an American so-called president just genuflect before a thug, a bully, another, uh, a, a, just another uh, America-hating tyrant. Who the hell would ever imagine that the, any Republican would accept that kind of behavior from a, from a president? Could you imagine? I mean, we play this game all the time. What if Obama did that? Uh, but no, 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 that's fine. It didn't matter what Obama, you know, Obama wore a, a tan suit. That was a bridge too far for these filthy m monsters. I, I mean, I'm trying, I'm stretching for words here. Trying to figure, uh, I need to get a, uh, get out a, a thesaurus and just put, I mean, what, what else can I say? Monsters, greedy ghouls. I need to look, you know, my, my, uh, my great uncle, Joseph Devlin, wrote a book called Antonyms and Synonyms. And I should get that book out. And get up, get some more words up in this bitch. <laughs> because how many words? Uh, you need a lot. Uh, you need a lot of color. But you don't really, it's, uh, I guess really you don't. Because they just are greedy. They're so base. And that's probably what is so disturbing about living in this country now and sharing the same air with these miscreants is that they're, they're, they're so easily read. You don't even, you don't have to be Sigmund Freud to dissect them. You don't, you don't need a shingle out, uh, outside your door. You just need a basic knowledge of, of being a human being to look at these people and understand they're just, they're motivated by selfishness and greed. And what, and he's, this farmer's talking, he's calling himself a patriot. And what is a patriot? You're not a patriot. If you watched your so-called standard bearer come down an escalator and bash a segment of, of civilization as rapists, and, and you fell for it. You fell for that fraud. The oldest tricks in the book, you fell for it. So that means, honey, that you're a racist, too. You must think 
that he is telling it like it is. And the other thing is uh, that got me, he, he, she, this guy liked Trump's can-do attitude. His can-do attitude. Yeah, he's, he can do. He can do all right. He can rip off the American people constantly because that's been his business model for generations. His entire family are a bunch of tax-dodging uh, crooks. That's it. That is all they do. Their, their father, yes, okay, Fred Trump made some money. But the rest of the, of the undeserving heirs, all they did was figure out ways how to siphon money out of Fred Trump's pockets tax-free. That's what the, that was the Trump family business. And all, uh, I mean, this is what they're talking about. The, his can-do ad, it didn't matter how many bankruptcies he had, how many failed, embarrassingly uh, uh, transparent attempts to siphon money out of people, out of the dupes' pockets. A vitamin scam. I mean, come on, a vitamin scam. That's why I, I bring it up a lot because I feel like that vitamin scam is... It doesn't get enough attention as the rest of the scams. Everybody knows about the university. We do because I guess people have sued him over it. And we have it in court documents. The the executives who worked for Trump University outright said that it was a sham. It was nothing but a scam to separate idiots from their money. And that's what Trump does. He he has nothing. He's not a businessman. He says he is P.T. Barnum, the P.T. Barnum of businessmen. He, he put on the suit. He put on his, his long red tie, and he walked around with his Mussolini chin up in the air as a, and, and played a successful businessman on reality television. And these idiots fell for it. His can-do attitude when he was calling Hillary a nasty woman and lying and, te- and telling and, and during the debate saying that, oh, yeah, you'd, you're lucky because you'd be in jail. Like any tin pot dictator in any third world uh, sham authoritarian country, the, this is what that guy, he was attracted to that. So it really irritates me. So last week, because I played a couple of clips last week of Republicans promising to protect pre-existing conditions because, you know, my mother has a cyst on her ovary and I understand how a pre or a diabetes or whatever the hell. And uh, it's always you always have to have some kind of personal stake in it. Well, just being an, an American, isn't that a personal stake enough? that we don't leave anybody behind, that we don't leave people on the battlefield, not for these freaks, not for these filthy Republicans, because they're not patriots. They are not patriotic in any, in any definition. They're fake. They're fake patriots. They're idiots. They, uh, they wear pa- their patriotism like a, like a hooker wears high heel shoes to attract dupes. And even those dupes, they're just as hollow and shallow as far as being a patriot is concerned, they're not. They're not patriots because you're not a patriot if you live in a country of 320 million people, diverse, that is a nation of immigrants. That is the American, that, that's who we are. Unless you are Native American, your ancestors came from somewhere else. And we took this country, we took it over. We committed genocide to do it. So they, uh, not these, these, these Republicans don't even know our, they, they cannot accept our, our history. 
And whoever's coming in the door now, they are they turn their anger against them. It's they're so it's just this pattern that continues to to uh kiss you know, kick us in the ass. But and they fall for it all the time. But we've never had, I mean, maybe we have. Maybe we have. I was going to say we never had a, a, a leader in the White House. But that's not true. Obviously, we've had racists in the White House before. But that's, they, they were products of their time. Not now. We're trying to evolve. But they're holding us by our ankles and, and crying and screaming. They don't want to evolve because it makes them uncomfortable. That's why Republicans hate this country. You see, if they love this country, Republicans in positions of, of, of power, they would use their pulpits, their bully pulpits, to, to encourage their, those who vote for them and, or their constituents to, to you know, look at themselves and not be so racist, not be so fear-based, to evolve. You know, when a gay couple moves in next door, don't, uh, don't start uh, a picket outside talking about Jesus and Adam and Steve. You know what I mean? Like, go, go, go play, pray in your goddamn closet like your friggin' Jesus told you to, you goddamn hypocrites. I mean, these, they really are the hypocrites that their so-called savior warned them about. But, oh, mamma mia, what am I saying? What am I doing here? Somebody come get me. Would somebody, I mean, I wish I would wake up from this dream. And all I think, so now that we're going to war in Iran, so the, everybody who listens to the show and whatever they know, they know I was in the National Guard. And I remember when I was in training in the Guard, and uh, obviously you train with, uh, the, you're, you're training with the regular army. You, it doesn't matter if when you're in training, you're a soldier. That's it. And one of our our uh, cadences was it was uh, you know when I was just a young boy or girl, depending on who was leading, playing in the sand. Please, Mr. President, send me to Iran. Okay, so we were we were singing that song when I was in the twenty years ago now almost after when was it. After September 11th, I joined the National Guard. But I think about that. So, and I remember when we were doing this cadence, I would think, send me to Iran. I mean, it's, it rhymes, I guess. But it also instills in your mind where we're, where we're going next. They've been drumming up for this war. And, and for Trump to pull uh, us out of the Iran deal... And then go around with John Bolton, this warmongering freak. What is what is wrong with somebody like that? What I don't I really don't understand. I mean, I'm a human being, right? We're all humans. What is wrong with some people that they they just want war? They want to see other people die in a war. Why do you want war? so much you freak why i mean war is a failure of leadership but of course trump because he's a criminal and a failure at everything he likes the power he wants to send people to die somebody's calling me get out of here i'm on a show i'm doing a show damn it
I apologize. And but they, uh, I, I, it's just so sick that you see Obama with the this Iran deal. It wasn't just Obama; it was the entire Western alliance. They, they came up with or this treaty, this the Iran deal. It was. It took years. And then you have this con man come in and rip it up and wipe his ass with it as it and 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 disparage it as if he oh it's the stupidest deal I've ever seen. Stupider than Trump network vitamins? You mother effer? Stupider than the Trump Taj Mahal where you pay paid the full fare for all those chandeliers? And that's why you goddamn went bankrupt because you suck at business and don't know how to cut deals. I mean, I hate cutting deals because I'm not I don't like going, you know, you go to these bazaars or whatever, you know, and there you got to haggle with people. I hate that. I don't like going to the the uh, car, whatever dealership and you got to haggle. I just like to, you know, buy whatever. Is that the price? OK, whatever. I'm, I'm bad at haggling. I don't like it. But. I never said I was a goddamn deal maker, but he that's his whole his whole brand is he's the best deal maker. He's never seen such a deal like oh it's the stupidest deal I've ever seen. What I, what does he know about a stupid deal? This is a guy that declared bankruptcy six times who who went bankrupt in a casino. Think about that. That is like going bankrupt uh, selling crack, crack cocaine. That shit sells itself. Same thing with the casino. See, the reason he went bankrupt in the casino, when we've and I've read about it and we've talked about it before, is because he he sucks at business. He would just pay full fare with everything. So he wanted all these chandeliers. That's why I brought it up. Apparently, he liked this particular chandelier, and he just told his people, "Yeah, I like this, and go buy it." They they there was no haggling or deal making involved he wanted what he wanted and he he paid full he he paid retail for like 60 chandeliers i mean that's just the tip of the iceberg you know what i'm saying they were probably like look at this sucker look at this sucker we got this this real live one on the hook here what an idiot so you know that's how you go bankrupt in a casino so by the time you open your doors what happened was the accountant did a – because he wasn't a sham accountant like all the, the loyalists who surround Trump now. He was a real accountant, and he, he ran the numbers, and he said, we are going to be bankrupt in a month. And Trump fired him and sued him for slander or libel, whatever it is, whatever that is. You know what I'm saying? So – Anyway, of course, they went to court and the guy was acquitted and because he was telling the truth. So they and I don't know. Well, it's just that's who Trump is. And, and here are these idiots saying, I, I voted for Trump because he's got a can do attitude. Yeah, he sure can do. All right. He can bring us on to the brink of destruction. I mean, we, we are, we are actually, it's, let me, let me just roll that back. It's not that he can bring us to the brink of destruction. We're already here. He can bring us over the edge. I, uh, and he could really put the last nail in the coffin. That's what he can do. 
on this whole, not, not just grand experiment, on the whole human thing. The whole human, uh, that all those millions of years that we evolved, uh, yeah, he could really put the end to that. That, that. He can do that, that can-do attitude of his. And um, the other thing is, <laughs> yes, he needs a mob bookkeeper. I just want to say, guys, if you're watching the show live, we there are the show goes out over numerous channels. One is the RDT Daily channel on Facebook. Well, not channel. It's the it's the RDT Daily Facebook page, and then it goes out. Of, there's a Tara Buster page, and a few other pages like uh, the what is that? What's that other page? Um, whatever. I'll, I'll think of it later. There's another page. The Blue Book of Progressive Pages. And what else? Oh, yeah, the Blue Book. I'm part of this thing called the Blue Book, a directory of progressive and liberal pages. It goes out over there. And Mike Malloy's page, Progressive Voices. So it's all over on Facebook. It's also on YouTube. And I think in a, I, I got invited by Facebook just today to do some kind of uh, subscription on RDT Daily. So I don't know what's going to happen there. There might be a subscription happening, which would be good because, honestly, I keep begging for patrons. The, the, we, we need to get supporters. That's just the bottom line. Now, also, you know, you could buy shirts. We have a merchandise thing. Look, look at this mug. Resist with Francis's face on it. And Francis is sitting right there. Okay? You can see him. He's laying in the sun. So if you're watching live, you can see Francis Jr. Jr. And what else? Anyway, so whatever. That's what I'm saying. Uh, whatever. What was I bringing that up for? It doesn't matter. Uh, because we... We just need supporters, and if you, I, I encourage the patron thing because that's a recurring thing, and hopefully, if we get enough patrons, eventually I can stop begging. But it all because when you become a patron or supporter, and um, you're not just supporting the show, you're supporting uh, the writers at RDT Daily. So we'll we'll continue to be able to create liberal content, and that's that's what we need. And I really believe that the independent liberal media, you're looking at it. There is, what's the liberal media? Rachel Maddow show? Yeah, that's it. That's about it. Democracy Now. And then when you have Mike Malloy, Bob Kincaid, me, Progressive Voices, GDPR. I mean, it's really, and everybody is just doing the best that they can. We don't have billionaires like the Mercer family, which gets me crazy when I think about it because that's what that's what we're up against these conservatives they they're very well funded because the billionaires who who are working against democracy and the general welfare they understand that they need to get they need to tickle the racist funny bones of these assholes and get them to vote for their own demise they need to keep the divisiveness going and that's what that's what Breitbart's there to do. Stir up the 
conspiracy theory, anti-government, anti. See, because when that's what always gets me too. When they're when they when Republicans talk about government, they hate government. I'm all about small government. Yeah, we're we're about small government too. We the Democrats, normal people. We're about a government that functions. Just because something is, whatever, the size of government, we, they, they love government. What are you talking about? Republicans are always whining when, they, when, they, when something happens, when a hurricane hits. They want government. Where's government? Where's my bailout? Where's, you know, they love government. They just don't like brown people. That's really what it comes down to. Because when they're talking about government, these people are like Goldilocks, right? Goldilocks and the three bears. They, this, oh, uh, this bed is too hard for me. This bed is too soft. This bed is just right. That's what, that's what these Republicans are like. The government is just right. It's just small enough or large enough in, in the way that it affects them directly. It's just right. See, I need this. So this this subsidy, this payback, this kickback. Oh, I need um, my socialist Social Security and my socialist Medicare. It's just right. But don't let anyone have anything that it doesn't affect me directly. Um, I, well, we should cut food stamps. I don't need food stamps. Let Cut it. Cut it. Let them get to work. Right. Well, or whatever it be, it's only the, the selfishness. And that's really what it irritates me when I, I watch it. It goes on, on and there's on both sides. I see Democratic legislature legislators talking about their personal whatever, you know, my mother is this and my my child needs that or it's you shouldn't have to see the light only when something affects you directly it should be equally outrageous that there are people sleeping on the streets in this country are people going to bed hungry or uneducated and uh, or without health care or cutting their diabetes medicine in half I, oh i don't i don't have diabetes i don't need to cut my medicine in half it shouldn't matter whether you have to do it or somebody you know it's happening in this country what is the point of having a country if it's every man and woman for themselves out here oh well i got mine sucker i mean that is the republican way but that's not the american way the american way is we are in it together we don't leave people behind and that means across the board we don't leave them behind, I, I think, in ignorance. We shouldn't leave them behind. And the, so with the, um, but, you know, that's, it's almost whatever. The, the Republican Party, um, you know, they need that ignorance. They need the divisiveness. And I don't know. The, and there is, there's a point. So I'm not all about, like, kumbaya on these people they need to be they they really need to be told to sit down and s s t f u right but um i i was watching joe biden's whatever i guess i don't know i thought he already kicked off his campaign he was in he was in philadelphia or pennsylvania today he gave a speech and of course corporate media is all he's a front runner of course well he's he's got name recognition and People are whatever. I guess they're donate. I mean, he's getting a lot of corporate donations, as we know. I'm not whatever, but it, to me, it was just a bunch of. I it, it was kind of um, 
it was really some people somebody tweeted me because i was like well that was it was really mediocre it, it was just um a bunch of um platitudes about unity and and i i i kind of think that that kind of attitude is going to is not going to win i don't think it, it, people are longing for unity it's not about unity. It's about being effective. Okay? This is what I think. I, maybe I'm wrong. I, because I, I believe that the American people don't care if you're reaching across the aisle. They want a functioning government. That's what it's about. Whether you kick the Republicans' ass, that's, or it doesn't mean you have to adopt the Republican policies. They want you to win. You see, it's sort of like FDR. He he didn't, um, you know, he was effective because he, it's not because he adopted the same Republican ideas that got them, got the, got us into the first Republican Great Depression. You know what I mean? But he, I don't know. I mean, it was a different time, but whatever. But anyway, so why don't I bring up Joe Biden again? I just when I see that I don't I don't yeah of course if Joe Biden is the nominee I will vote for him of course I will and happily do so and I'll have, and I'll and I'll whatever I will I think there's better people frankly that are they they talk about who's who can win I don't think that it it, it it's too early to really say who can win I I think that he's not he's he, in order to win the election the I think it's a mistake to think that you're you're going to court Republicans. You know what I mean? We how many times do Democrats do that? That they court they try to act like Republicans and get so they think that the Republicans are going to switch over and 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 vote for them. I don't know, but uh, I don't think so. Whatever. There was a point to that, and it didn't really go anywhere. But I, what else was I going to say? There's so many things going on. We, and I wanted to talk about the, well, obviously the war that we're going to go into because they, it's the hypocrisy. It never stops in this country. So we have now in, I mean, how do Republicans really, this is what's so fascinating when you think about it when, when you don't think about it either. But how do they, how do they justify their their so-called pro-life stance, which is, of course, is pro-birth. It's not pro-life, but and and at the same time, beat these war drums and celebrate when they kick people off health care. How do you do that and say that you're pro-life? I mean, in um, they're not pro-life and. The, I really wish, of course, the corporate media won't do it. They need to start calling it what it is. It's pro-birth. They are not pro-life. They are pro-birth. So I just got a text from Poppy, Poppy Champlin. She wants to come on the show. Let me see. Now... No, you gotta wait. I'm on the air right now. God damn it. 
Anyway, I will, I'll talk to her during the break. But, so, of course, all these states that are enacting the, that are, that are pulling women back into the back alleys again are the worst for health care. They have no money. Of course, they're going to send soldiers to die. They're going to, they're so patriotic, right? But they, and they have no money for anything else, for any other, anything that actually is proven to reduce the numbers of abortion. See, because the, if you really are pro-life, quote unquote, you like life, you, you like fetuses and all that, and you like, but you don't, uh, you want to see a fetus turn into a baby, then turn, um, then, then support the democratic policies like the, like healthcare, universal healthcare, universal higher education, um, living wages, um, this, this income disparity and the, the, this rate of poverty in the United States, that's what increases the numbers of abortion. You, you're so pro-life. How does a pro-life party have a, have a, um, have a party in, in, the, in the White House Rose Garden after kicking millions of Americans off the little health care that they have? That's, it's like, and on top of it, they're pro-life. They they love heartbeats, right? We, this is the the new thing in the the these Republican in these draconian anti uh, anti life bills, anti these pro birth bills. There they talk about oh, as soon as you you hear the heartbeat, um, a lot of there were a lot of kids at, at uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School that had heartbeats that ain't those that ain't beaten anymore. What about the Sandy Hook? kids they had heartbeats at one time these four-year-olds had heartbeats they do nothing to actually make life livable in this country they don't allow any uh, unless you're a billionaire right that i mean but here's the the truth is that if they supported reality-based family planning reality-based, uh, you know, or, or a, uh, you know, more, what do you call it? Uh, just universal health care. That's what reduces the numbers of abortions. In fact, where countries where abortions are legal um, have, have the lowest rates of abortion. And that is, there, that is not, you know, that's the statistic. But it doesn't matter. You see what I'm saying? It's just so, they... Um, Reality doesn't matter. It, they make it up. They know that it's going to stir up their morons. It doesn't matter how many, I mean, how many abortions is Trump um, responsible for? for I, it's like everything that they do is, is just is veiled in hypocrisy. So let me see. This is a, um, it's not even veiled. It is. It's, it's, it's on the pillar of hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is what keeps it going. It's, hypocrisy is the beating heart. You want to talk about a heartbeat? Hypocrisy is the beating heart of the Republican Party. So let's see. This was from, from uh, a year ago in NBC News, uh, an article written by Maggie Fox. Abortion rates have fallen over the past 25 years, even as more countries have made the procedure legal and easier to get. Okay? There you go. What happens is 
they're they what Republicans are doing is they are ensuring that there will be more dead women. That is why abortion became was was a rallying cry for it's also you're as a woman, you have the right to have a say over your body that, uh, if you were a fully autonomous human being. But these small government Republicans, right? They, they're so, so small they, that they could stick it up your uterus. So countries with the most restrictive abortion laws have the highest rates of abortion. The study, uh, a study by the Guttmacher Institute found. E- easier access to birth control drives down abortion rates, the, the report also finds. You see, but that doesn't matter. You see what I mean? These Republicans, these are these abstinence only. What they really are, they they hate women. They want to control women. They don't like when women have sex. They want to control your body. See, men, in their minds, men, they can't control themselves. They're just animals, animalistic. And a woman, the best way to stop their, the, the need for having an abortion is just don't have sex. Close your life. Even that one Republican said that, oh, the best birth control is uh, an as- put an aspirin between your knees. I mean, what does that say about what they think about women? They, they're so ignorant. On top of it, we know that this other uh, Republican wanted to, he's pushing a law that will, will, um, that will re-implant an embryo in an in ectopic pregnancy, where, which is not even medically possible. Not pregnancy or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Where the where the uh, egg is fertilized outside the fallopian tubes, and it's you. And this asshole wants to re-implant it. Like, who the hell are these people doing this? To they they, they these are small government assholes. They want small government, but they're talking about. It. They're so obsessed with what goes on in a woman's body. They wouldn't know how their way around a goddamn clitoris, though, right? Please, why don't they worry about the clitoris for once instead of the uh, uterus? Their wives might appreciate it, these freaks, or their mistresses, because, I mean, a, a, a woman shouldn't have to have abortion on demand only if she's a Republican mistress, for Christ's sakes. Let's see. The report finds about 56 million abortions occur every year, nearly 50 million of them in developing countries. About a quarter of all pregnancies end in abortion. Because there are so many women of childbearing age, the number of abortions have gone up, but the rates per 1,000 women have fallen, the report finds. Switzerland has the lowest abortion rate at about 5 per 1,000 women. The U.S. rate is 13 per 1,000 women, the same as Britain's, the report found. Colombia and Mexico had abortion rates of 34 per 1,000 women. Pakistan's abortion rate was the highest, 50 per 1,000 women. Abortions take place around the world, no matter whether it's legal or not, the report reads. But it adds, provision of abortion is safest where it has long been legal. Nonetheless, some, comp- some countries... See, there he goes licking himself again. That's my cat. That's why he's wearing that hood. He has to. He's like... 
He's really, he's like a mental, he's mentally ill. We all have problems. And if you're listening on the podcast, there's my, my cat sitting in behind me. He's wearing his cone. And he has this obsession with licking himself. Licking, licking, licking. He just licks like a part of his stomach. It's not even the spot. It's underneath. It's on his stomach. And he licks it to the point where it's bleeding. It's bad. And I don't know what to do, honestly. He's on medication. He gets acupuncture. He has a team of doctors. I adopted him like this. He's crazy. But this is why we have to be kind to each other because everybody's got problems. We're, we got pro- I got problems. You got problems. The cat's got problems. We all need a little compassion. And, I, and ultimately, I know that these Republicans have problems. I have compassion for them. I, I mean, to a degree. I don't, you know what? It's not compassion. Let me see. I do pity them. Because I feel they're so, they, what a waste of life. You go through your life, you only have this one life. I don't care what, what Pat Robertson promises you. You're not getting a mansion on, on a cloud. And where you're going to hang out with Jimi Hendrix and, uh, and Jesus. I'm sorry. But you, you have this one life and you waste it. Being a dupe of a con man. And falling in with, with, uh, with really the wrong crowd. Some of them can't help it. They're not strong enough to, to break away. You see, my, my father was a Reagan Democrat. I didn't grow up believing that bullshit. In fact, we, we get into arguments about it. You, you have to have some kind of autonomy uh, or, uh, to break away, Why don't, to rebel. But a lot of them, they're, in, they're surrounded by other ignoramuses, and they can't get free, they feel. I guess they don't, they don't have the strength. They, they want to be accepted. They want to be part of. So, but I mean, when I, when I, I see what's going on in Alabama and Alabama, think about this. This is what uh, really, it always gets me mad in general that these Southern states, when, when I heard about this thing in Alabama and it's going on all in these Southern states, because I mean, are you happy now, Susan Collins? You happy? She helped put that sexual assaulter on, on the Supreme Court. So that Kavanaugh, the, another stolen seat. Oh, so, you know, all of these Republicans, even they're all complicit in the, in the death of this grand experiment. Because if they had any integrity, they would have not allowed Mitch McConnell to get away with what, he, what he's been able to get away with, to, to steal a Supreme Court seat. They, this is how a republic dies, they get away with it. One, one outrageous offense against uh, the rule of law at a time. And here we are. And what are we doing? Nothing about it. So Democrats are sticking their friggin' fingers into the air and saying, oh, well, the people don't want impeachment. Well, too bad what the people want. You tell the people why you want impeachment. It's not going to be like they think, oh, it's not, it's, it's not going to poll well. Let's just take it to the ballot box. Bullshit. We always have to wait for, uh, why is it, what do you think Republicans would be doing if, if, if the shoe was on the other foot? Of course, they would be impeaching Obama if he had done, uh, if they could have impeached him for the goddamn tan suit, they would have. If they could, 
So what are we waiting for? Then this is what I'm saying. Like the people don't want. Uh, oh, so. Oh, great. Joe Biden wants to re- reach across the aisle. No, I don't want to reach across the aisle to a bunch of snakes. We want an effective legislature, legislator. We want um, winners. We want people who will win and fight, who will stand up for what we believe in, which is right. We're on the right side of humanity. Why are we so timid about it? We're on the right side of this thing that we're doing, this thing of ours, the, the, the uh, democratic experiment. Why are we so timid? Why are we so shy? Oh, please, Mr. Um, Barr, please answer our subpoena. I mean, I'm reading these letters from, from uh, Jerry Nadler. So polite. Oh, I, at your earliest convenience, please uh, show up. I, if I refuse to answer a subpoena, I'd be in prison. But Trump can get away with not kissing Putin's ass in the national state, his entire campaign meeting with Russians hundreds of times, over 100, 124 times meeting with Russians, sharing information, and that's uh, and and Trump obstructing justice, and he, and the Democrats, oh, the people won't like that. They 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 want what people? The morons, the 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 right wingers, you and uh, Joe Biden think are gonna vote for you? Wake up, goddammit. No. It's not, and it's not like Bill Clinton. Oh, well, it didn't poll well. Uh, Clinton was impeached. Well, Clinton was impeached for a blowjob. He wasn't impeached for being a Putin puppet, for being a criminal colluder with a foreign dictator. It's two different, it's like two different goddamn things. And if you can't, if you can't convince the American people that their president is a con man with given all this evidence and you're still wondering oh i'm not at impeachment yet i'm not there yet um and nancy pelosi's putting the kibosh on it get the hell out of here um have a spine for christ's sakes where is, who will fight for this da- th- damn thing are we gonna fight for it or we're we just gonna let it die we're gonna hand it to a con man and a criminal Mamma mia. Where was I? I was talking about abortion. Nonetheless, some countries with broadly liberal laws have increasingly added restrictions that chip away access at le- at uh, access to legal procedures. Yes, yes. These include the U.S., blah, blah, blah. Countries in the Soviet bloc, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Earlier this week, Mississippi's governor signed a law banning most abortions after 15. I mean, these people, like, and they, they, what are you going to do with these babies? Oh, yeah, we'll send them to war. More soldiers, more grists for the mill. They have no, they don't give them any help. That, if they really loved babies, if they wanted all these babies and 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 a lot of people this is what it is it's and this is why uh what's the um the, the rate of abortion in Pakistan is 50 per 1000 women that's because women are you know uh i would uh, i'm imagining i don't know i just read the statistic i'm thinking 
they are, you know, they're not equal. They don't have the same power. And, uh, you know, they don't, they can't say, they don't have, it's, it's a misogynistic system. I don't know where, um, you know, I'm sure, I don't know. I can't, I can't really speak about it, I guess. I'm just speculating in my mind when I read it. But anyway, this is where we are. And these Republicans, they, uh, that's what they want. Be- but, I mean, I guess it's kind of fitting when I was just bringing up Pakistan because I always say if uh, the Republican, that's, that's really the Republican dreamland, Pakistan. They accept, of course, they have uh, a Muslim uh, theocracy. The uh, ours would have a lot more Jesus in it here in the United States. They they want the same kind of country like Pakistan, but with more Jesus, because in Pakistan they have low low taxes on the rich. The military eats up the entire budget. Their women know their place. The gays are in the closet, of course. Um, what else? A, you know, I mean, they, well, I said the military, that's, it's really, what else? No government schools, no social safety net. That's, that's what Republicans want. You see, but, um, that, uh, that's why I guess it's sort of like they, they're so afraid of Sharia law here because it's like looking in a mirror to them. But they want to shove their their Sharia law, their Jesus. Uh, what? And it's not even Jesus because they're they're taking Jesus. If Jesus returned, as they as they predict or whatever in their in their their book of fables, they would they'd crucify his ass again. Now these are the conservatives that that crucified Jesus to begin with. The conservative Jesus was a progressive. The conservatives crucified him but uh, if they if only they were pro-life if only we wouldn't be hearing the the latest drumbeat for war and the same this Arkansas this Arkansas woman this uh, governor She's presiding over all these executions. That's another thing. They don't. It, it, when you're born, you got you want a heartbeat. Forget it. These 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 Republicans. They like to end. They like to stop your heartbeat. They want to do it by a war. They will arm the mentally ill in this country or whatever, or white supremacists or uh, neo Nazis to come in and shoot up a school. And end a heartbeat there. Doesn't matter. They'll send. They'll send soldiers to die in Iran. They. They. Those soldiers have heartbeats. They're gonna die though. Oh well. I. W- I mean, it's the hypocrisy that gets me. That is so frustrating. And I'm like, what is wrong with this country? I know what's wrong with it. Well, as we say money and politics if we if we got the greed out of the system built right in we'd have maybe we'd have a shot but and now this money and politics ha- have allowed the most uh, america hating greed-centered ghouls to have their 
bony, greedy fingers around the neck of power, and they have manipulated it and and shored up their power for generations, stuffing the courts, doing away with laws that protect the people, not serving the people. Yeah, well, they're serving us in a way. They're serving us up to the corporate ghouls that just want to devour, devour this world. Turn it into nothing but, we're nothing but a host for these parasites to suck profit. And they don't care, baby, you know, they're talking about it. This is nothing, they don't care about a baby heartbeat or anybody's heartbeat. They're, it's about shoring up their power. I'm sure some of them, they really are true believers. They, oh yeah, this is their thing. They, but that's, they're ex- these Republicans are exploiting. They're exploiting them. Because if they really, really didn't like abortions, as I said, they would explain, well, this is how you reduce the numbers. Universal health care, access to family planning, uh, reality-based sexual uh, education, uh, living wages, things like that. That, that allow a woman who, is, uh, who finds herself pregnant and does, uh, maybe can't afford to have another child. To have to make a decision, or who knows what happens, or whether she's raped or whatever. Why is a Republican in your goddamn doctor's office with you, for Christ's sakes? These monsters. These are the ones that were like, oh, uh, if you, the, the, Obama said, if we like our doctor, we can keep it. Well, these assholes, they don't care if you like your doctor or not. They want to be there with you. It's you, your doctor. Yeah, yeah, you got, you got to make a, your life decisions with you, your doctor, your partner, and your Republican legislature. Filthy fuck. Anyway, all right, guys, I'm going to take a break because I need some tea in my Francis Jr. Jr. Resist mug available at the RDT Daily Merchandise Store. <laughs> I mean, look at me. I got the Resist. I got the shirt. I got the mug, and I got the cat in the corner. Francis. He's not paying attention to me. Okay. All right, guys. So it's going to be about eight minutes, as it always is. We, get, we have the Green News Report with Brad and Desi, and then we'll have Labor History in two with Rick Smith. And I'm going to be back in about eight minutes. My name is Tara Devlin, and I'll see you on the other side. Now, the top of the hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn presents the Green News Report. Cal Fire says that the campfire actually started in two separate locations, but that both ignitions were started by PG&E lines. Utility company power lines caused deadliest fire in California history. ExxonMobil knew exactly that climate change was real and man-made as far back as 1970. Carbon dioxide in the atmosphere hits disturbing milestone just as Exxon predicted decades ago. 
Delaying action on climate change could cost investors more than $1 trillion. Plus, plant-based alternatives to meat might be considered fake, but the growth of the industry is very real. Burger King takes the impossible Whopper nationwide. All of those impossibilities and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Bad news for vegetarians. America is running out of impossible burgers. I know, it seems unlikely. (laughs) This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I think we all knew this was going to happen, but we now have the official cause of the fire that burned down paradise last year. Yes, that's true. The California Department of Forestry confirmed on Wednesday that the deadly and devastating campfire that obliterated the town of Paradise, California last November was caused by aging electrical transmission lines owned by Pacific Gas and Electric. The most destructive fire in state history, it killed 85 people and destroyed nearly 19,000 homes and buildings. PG&E has since filed for bankruptcy protection to deal with the flood of lawsuits from Cat catastrophic fires caused by its equipment over the last two years. The utility's new CEO pledged to state lawmakers on Wednesday to implement new policies to reduce the risk of catastrophic fires in the future. Isn't it time that California simply take over PG&E at this point after deadly failure after failure like this? That is under consideration because PG&E may also potentially face criminal charges. And this supports your argument that you've offered for many years that these power lines ought to to be buried. That ought to be part of the Green New Deal. Meanwhile, the insurance industry is beginning to grapple with the mounting costs of climate impacts. It's now the top concern of the insurance industry. In the annual survey of insurance companies released this week by the Society of Actuaries, insurers listed climate change as the biggest risk facing their industry by far. Failure to act on climate change is a big risk for investors, too. A new global assessment from the United Nations Environment Finance Initiative brought together 20 global fund managers to measure the impact of climate change on 30,000 of the world's largest listed companies. The report that they released this week calculated that further delay in tackling climate change could cost companies about $1.2 trillion worldwide over just the next 15 years. But we can't afford to do anything about climate change, right? That's what Republicans say. They do. And this week, scientists at Mauna Loa Observatory in Hawaii announced that the planet's atmosphere has now reached 415 parts per million of carbon dioxide due to human activity. The last time CO2 levels were this high, humans didn't exist. But ExxonMobil nailed it. Internal company documents revealed in a blockbuster expose by Inside Climate News show that all the way back in 1982, Exxon's own scientists informed its executives that burning fossil fuels would increase atmospheric CO2 to around 415 parts per million by 2020. And they predicted it would raise global temperatures nearly a full degree Celsius, causing major disruptions to the planet's stable climate. They were right about both targets. They knew when this was going to happen for the first time in human history, and they knew to cover it up with millions of dollars. And that's exactly what freshman Democratic Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York said when she slammed ExxonMobil in a fiery speech at a rally this week at D.C.'s Howard University to promote the Green New Deal. 
deal. Ocasio-Cortez slammed polluters and politicians who claim the cost of fighting the climate crisis is too much. What is too much for me is the fact that ExxonMobil knew exactly that climate change was real and man-made as far back as 1970, and instead of being part of the solution, they paid millions of dollars to lobby and lie and confuse the American public about it, endangering generations to come. That is too much for me. And finally, a bit of good news. Fast food giant Burger King says its recent market test of the meat-free Impossible Whopper in St. Louis was so successful it will roll out the plant-based burger patty to all of its more than 7,000 stores nationwide. It's just the latest and largest fast food chain to offer consumers meat-free choices. Eating less meat is just one way individuals can reduce their impact on the planet. Very cool. You know, Del Taco's Beyond Taco is also delicious. <laughs> Good. Better than their meat taco. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Please help progressive voices support the Green News Report by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate. I'm Rick Smith, and this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history, the year was 1938. That was the day unemployed workers began a sit-down strike at the post office in Vancouver, British Columbia. They had been organized by the communist-led Relief Project Workers Union during the Great Depression. In Canada, federally funded works projects had been administered at the provincial level. By late 1937, the prime minister began to cut funding. Unable to financially sustain the projects alone, provincial premier Thomas Petillo ended the works project for British Columbia. Masses of unemployed men thrown off their jobs, some driven to homelessness, organized occupations of the Hotel Georgia, the Vancouver Art Gallery, and the main post office to protest the cuts. While hotel owners paid protesters to leave, the occupation at the gallery and the post office lasted for weeks. Finally, on Father's Day, June 18th, gallery occupiers were driven out with tear gas. The post office strikers were met with much more violence. Royal Canadian Mounted Police led the assault with tear gas and forcibly dragging of sit-downers out of the building. Once evicted, they were met with the batons of local police. Organizers were singled out for especially severe beatings and scores were hospitalized for their injuries. One striker, Arthur Redseth, had an eye knocked out while his fellow sit-downer had his jaw broken for asking authorities to call an ambulance for his friend. Strike leader Steve Brody suffered permanent eye damage as well. News of the terror spread throughout the city, and by mid-afternoon, 10 to 15,000 protesters gathered to express outrage at what became known as Bloody Sunday in Vancouver. Premier Patello denounced the strikers as having received too much sympathy. He nonetheless used the debacle as an opportunity to get federal funds reinstated. Labor History in Two brought to you by the Illinois Labor History Society and the Rick Smith Show. All right, guys, welcome back. Thanks for sticking around. My name is Tara Devlin, and we meet here every Saturday evening at 
6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And then we are rebroadcast on Progressive Voices and GDPR Revolution 99. Please give us a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all that stuff. What else? Uh, buy some merch. Like you see, I'm wearing some merch and drinking from my Resist cup. And what else? Uh, become a patron. Thank you. That would be great. We Help keep us on the air. That's really the bottom line. And a couple of weeks. This is what I'm trying to think. Um, I forgot to say earlier. A couple of announcements. I have, I'm going to Mike Malloy's gathering in a couple of weeks. And I'm just trying to think of the date. I think it's June. I'm looking it up. Um, it's the second week in June. Uh, what the hell? Malloy weekend. I'm looking at the... It's June 7th to 9th. And, and so um, there won't be a show that weekend. I will see what I can do to make a show during the week. I'm not sure what day, probably later in the week. I've done that before. Where And, and then in um, June, uh, it might be the following week or the week after, I have to decide what I'm going to do. My, my cousin's kid is graduating. I might have to go to that thing, <laughs> to a party. Uh, and that's another time Well, I will do my best to record a show earlier. We'll see what happens. I don't know if I'm going to go to that party. I have to see. I like to see my family. You know what I mean? But I might just send the... But then, you know, I, I feel bad because my uncle's very old and you, and I want to see my family. That's it, you know. Anyway, what else is the... What's the meaning of life besides fighting Republicans to... the to restore democracy you gotta enjoy time with your family and my uncle who I love, my uncle Ed he doesn't like Republicans either, he's a normal person so you gotta give him some props I got my hair cut, I look like I don't, I don't, I don't know oh why couldn't I have been born like Angelina Jolie or something, instead of eh, incredibly interesting like I am. All right. I'm only kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just being stupid. Anyway, guys, what was I going to say? So, as I was saying earlier, in the U.S., we were talking about abortion. And I, and I say this all the time. If Republicans don't like abortion, then they should vote Democratic. And this is what I always say. The other thing that annoyed me. Okay, let me just say, while it's on my mind. I was listening. As this started to the news rolled in about these abortion rates besides Susan Collins can kiss my ass and 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 really they're going for it because Trump is stacking the courts with all uh, with in in many ways unqualified these these are these judges that he's putting on the courts they're not even approved by the uh by the bar association a lot of them are the the in a lot of cases the the bar is is uh vote is giving their opinion that these are are people that shouldn't that shouldn't be on the bench but they're it doesn't matter that's that's what happens in a fascist society Quali uh having a qualification is beside the point are you a loyalist are you loyal to the de dear leader to the dim leader 
And uh, that's, I mean, the worst of all. It's got, you think about it. It's got to be that that guy, that guy. He's their leader. They're going to throw everything on the line for the, the con man? For a moron like Trump who can't even spell. Okay. All right. All their dignity. Do they have dignity? You, you have, you, in order to throw your dignity away, you have to have it to begin with. A lot of them didn't have dignity. They're just greedy ghouls. That's all they want. Money and power. They're really fear-based. That's really it. But whatever. But as I was saying, if uh, if they didn't like abortion, they would vote Democratic. And and oh, and what I was what I was just going to say was that I was listening to a, a lot of uh, debate about this on on progressive radio too, and um, what was getting on my nerves is that there these progressive hosts were arguing or debating and discussing the the abortion the, uh, ban. Um, along uh, the lines of the Bible. In, in the Bible, it says, uh, arguing it on their turf, right? In, in the Bible, it says that man has free will, so they shouldn't really make laws against abortion because we all have free will, and if someone's going to hell, and like this is what they were saying. And I was like, why are we arguing? Like, this is why we can't have nice things. We're arguing according to an ancient book of fables that somebody else believes in. This is, a, this is not a Christian nation. We, and the, it's a fallacy. And th- just arguing along those lines gives it credence as if we should really, it, it makes it worse. So every time, it really gets on my nerves, we, every time a, a, a Democratic politician, it's just continually pandering to these evangelicals. Good, let them have their God and their religion. Well, oh, God bless the United States of America. We always have to end everything. God, any politician that gives a speech, and God bless us all. As if, in, you know, in other countries... They, if if a politician wears their religion on their sleeve, that's considered a a no no. That makes them uh, the 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 people of that country a little suspicious because they understand. In in European countries, they have a history of being under the thumb of of religious authority for millennia. Right, a a of a church state. Um, conspiracy against the against human autonomy. So, if a if uh, a politician wears their religion on their sleeve, they're you know it's not a. I mean, I'm thinking about in England for in one, but not here, not here, and here in the United U.S. of serfs and lords. I mean, that's what it is. It's really part of the fascist takeover to have to. Uh, talk about the Bible? Like, to debate the Bible? This isn't religion class. We have a separation of church and state. I don't give a crap if you believe whatever you believe about a, uh, a fetus. Um, it's, it should have nothing to do with my life. But they're, oh, God made everyone precious. Really? If, if that's what you believe, then why are you against universal health care? Why do you 
always vote to uh, allow people to have more guns, and you vote to send other human beings to war constantly. Or why aren't you protecting the environment? Because those heartbeats need an environment, a clean, livable environment to live on. Oh, God. The, and, and to hear progressives debate and talk about the, the, uh, this whole thing along uh, the lines of religion, get away from me. This is what, where am I living? Well, in the Bible, everyone has free will, and they're not, if they're going to hell, that's, what, there is no hell, we're, we're living in it. Hell. Christ on a bike. I'll give you hell. Take a look in the, on, uh, Pennsylvania Avenue. There's hell, with, when you have a giant con man squatting in the White House. Tweeting, sitting on the bowl, tweeting. That's hell. And we have to uh, worry about wh- whether he's um, having a tweet storm or not. Like, that's the other thing. How many. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't even talk. The, that this is the news, you know what I mean? You turn on the President Trump, and of course, they, they leave out the so called. Had a. Was on a tweet storm this morning with 60... You know, I I tweet, too. And I write, and I do the show and all that. But it's, it, to, to have 60 tweets, that's a lot. What That means you are doing nothing else. So this... I mean, I guess, I guess we should be grateful this asshole isn't doing anything else. That takes a lot of time. Tweeting and tweeting... 60 tweets? But, anyway. Every, every heartbeat is, pre- is precious. We're all little precious little preciouses. Oh, I didn't realize that Poppy had called in. So Poppy is on the line. Hold on, everybody. Poppy Champlin is our regular guest on Terrorbuster. Are you there, Poppy? Hey Tara, how Hi. are you? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I I don't want to interrupt. You're doing so good tonight. You're so funny. I can't even believe it. I just want to listen. <laughs> oh really? I'm hanging up. I'm Get hanging out of right here. Yeah, I'm yes, I'm hanging up right don't now. Don't hang up. Great. No, everybody. Poppy right, Champlin. Right. She's our regular. Uh, I don't even know. What are you? A co-host? You're a co-host. And oh, uh, oh and... I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> well. You're a regular <laughs> contributor to Tara Buster. And I, an, I'm, an, I'm an interstitial. I'm an interstitial. <laughs> and you're an amazing comedian that is on tour right now. Where are you right now? Yeah, I'm in Houston. Houston. Mm. How's it going in Houston? I met a... Uh, it's good. I met a diver from NASA on the oh, plane wow. who trains the astronauts uh, to, to, to do things underwater. Oh my, that's amazing. That was cool. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. They, you know, do you know that they have built an entire space station, an exact replica underwater? Really? Of what? A replica of the, the space? Oh, built- so they could be weightless? Yeah, of the space station. They have a space station 
in a pool. They built a pool that fits a space station. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, how could they be weightless? They'd have to be underwater, yeah. right? But how? So why is they it are. underwater, though? Wait, I don't, I'm confused. Well, I mean, it, it closely simulates weightlessness. Right. But I, don't, I, I was thinking the same thing. There's so oh. much pressure on you at 40 feet down. I don't know how you can be weightless, but... Right, kind of move like weightless. Well, I, I guess, guess it's so they get used to like doing their job and with uh, right in that environment. Yeah, yeah, that must be cool. Yeah, I wish I yeah. could go to so space. That, cool. that would be neat. Get the hell out of Wouldn't here. It? <laughs> Join the space force. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, Trump space force. Because why should we? Yeah. Why should we limit Republican stupidity just to Earth? Let's just let's go out to space. <laughs> It's, it's, it can't be. It just simply can't be contained on one planet. No, it cannot be contained. That's awesome. <laughs> but there, oh. I mean, oh, the space. Did you know that Trump wanted when he he was on the phone with NASA apparently because he really wanted a space force really bad. And oh, he wanted to go to Mars. That's what it was. And um, uh-huh. you know, I mean, it, when you think about it, when they look back at this time. That's definitely going to make the the clips of the montage of stupidity where yes. Trump and yeah. uh, and Pence are like, we're here to announce the United States Space Force. I mean, how yeah. stupid are these? And, I mean, uh, it's like you're yeah. so embarrassing, and, and they they do it to. For, it was not. It's like a reality show. Just a reality show. And that's what Trump wanted to go to Mars. That's what it was. When he called up NASA and he was telling them, what if I give you all, what if I throw uh, all this money at you? And they were like, no, sir, we, we're we not going to make it to Mars. Like, he wanted to go to Mars in <laughs> in this, in his term, right? So he wanted, because it was going to yeah, be good oh, okay. for his election, right? So he was like, well, what if I give yeah. you, like, every cent in the treasury and they're like no it's not doesn't work like like science it takes we're working on it but uh yeah and yeah. anyway whatever it's all about him anyway so he we would go to mars to make yeah. him look good so anyway right 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 <laughs> but you know your your whole talk about the whole abortion thing is just i mean it's going up my my, mm. my crack sideways you know, mm. it's like mm-hmm. i can't believe we're still thinking like this i know I know that it's I happening mean, Rhode again. Rhode Island just did it. What's Rhode in... Island just passed it. What did they do? Rhode Island did the same fucking thing. I'm sorry to swear. They Rhode just, Island. Uh, yes, Rhode Island just passed the uh, very stricter abortion really? stringency without without rape and incest. Holy they, they, shit! They, they don't give a shit. I know. I'm like, what but the it's. I'm just looking it up. On? They passed. It's an abortion rights yeah. bill voted down, though. Let's see. Some say it. This what? is in Rhode Island. But down's up. Down means up. Oh, what do you mean down? Right. Abortion right. right. Your 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 abortion rights have been voted down. Oh. So you don't have no rights no more. Wait. The high. Who the hell? I can't believe. It. I thought I turned my phone off. Um, the high-profile campaign to protect the legality of abortion on Rhode Island met defeat Tuesday when the Senate Judiciary Committee voted down legislation to enshrine the principles of the U.S. Supreme Court's landmark, oh yeah, Roe v. Wade, into law. The committee yeah. vote was 5-4 yeah. to four against the Senate version of the legislation. The, and uh, blah, blah, blah. It's undeniable that it goes way beyond... 
Blah, blah, blah. Let me see. The defeat raised the prospect of a, sen- a Senate floor fight in the coming days as senators on the losing side tried to attach the defeated abortion rights bill to other legislation, anti-abortion legislation. I mean, I thought that uh, Rhode Island was a progressive state. What's going on? Well, I did, too. We're blue. We voted blue. But apparently, uh, well, there apparently are... something, uh, some, some judge, some, some, some judge slipped mm. in there. Wow. Well, it's this is that whole that that um, that quote from that British guy. Now I'm trying to find it. it was there is no final victory. There's yeah, and uh, it's true. You have to fight every battle again and again. Yeah, yeah, over yeah. and over, and you cannot ever rest. And and as and we have been resting in a lot of ways, but there's also. But the Republicans and and when I when I put down America and the workers and the working class of America, let's say, by allowing this to happen, this is why I get angry when I think about. But it's almost like they can't help it because they they're so under assault constantly. A lot of Americans can't they don't have the time they're working. They can't. They they are only. Uh, you know, they're influenced by what they hear and see, and what they're hearing and seeing are right wing propaganda. Uh, they're they're getting inundated by Fox News and Rush Limbaugh, and 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 that's by design. It's all by design of the of those in the in the power structure in the right wing power structure, the oligarchy. That want to get, do away with this democracy once and for all, and they're winning. They're friggin' winning. That's so weird. Why do they want to do that? Because they don't like they. It's it's just look at European history. Look at Western history, Western civilization. It's all the it's the the they want the rich to run and own everything and rule everything, and they don't like democracy getting in the way of that. It's pesky. It's annoying. That's why Trump was uh, when he's he's a great tweeter when when Obama was president and always criticizing him and telling him what he should do and what he think well, how stupid and whatnot. He that's what Trump thinks. Democracy is stupid. It's he thinks that's why he loves Putin and he loves Duterte and Kim Jong Un, because the, in his mind, they're strong. Because that's, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Even though it's complete opposite. They, uh, just like, yeah, well, rep- I, it's strong. It's brutal because, because he wants to be in this ruling class because he's never, ever felt like somebody said the other day, you know, let them, you know, see what it's like to live a few days on minimum wage I with know. kids and support a family, you know? It's like exactly. they've never felt it. No, no. It's that's why I always say when these Republicans are when they they rail against makers and takers, it's like they they there's nobody who works harder than people on minimum wage or the working poor. There are no harder working people. They have no idea to just stay afloat. They these Republicans. What what does Trump know about putting in a hard day's work? Not not a thing. He is a apparently they were saying when uh, that guy Tony Schwartz was writing his the 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 book the art of the deal, and Trump was bankrupt a, uh, one of his many oh. times, 
And, of course, the whole thing is a sham, but all that uh, Tony Schwartz says, all that Trump did all day was look at swatches. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) And that's it. And apparently, even with this wall, he kept... That's another thing. uh, I I just heard something somewhere where he was... um, Trump was calling up Kirsten Nielsen, and he would talk about the wall that he wanted the wall to yeah. be higher and painted black and with spikes on the top. <laughs> Can you believe this? Wow. Can you believe this? This is, I that's what he, carpet yeah, yeah. But that's what he was, that's <laughs> his forte. He, he really should have been a designer, <laughs> I guess, on you know, yeah. maybe. I mean, but that's, but that's what Trump, you see, that's, what Trump thinks is strong to make a wall, not a, just having a wall itself is offensive to every, every freedom loving human being and anyone who has a, any, a, a small modicum of a clue understands how <laughs> offensive that is to have a wall on, mm-hmm. in the country. And, um, yeah, and then bro. to have this asshole talk about he wanted it painted black with spikes on the top and wow. if that's what um that's what trump thinks that uh is strong and and manly he's he he is really the opposite of those things he's weak ass and he's he's tiny yeah. and he's a he's you a, know, yeah and he's you a know, coward he, he totally changes his position like all the time like he was a democrat he was pro uh, pro choice. Well, apparently. Um, well, let me let me choice. right. Let me let me clear that up for you, okay? With this, yeah. Trump was Uh-oh. a Democrat. Uh oh. <laughs> no, I hear this. <laughs> I hear it. I he it gets on my nerves because I hear it like Joe. What's his name? Joe Scarborough. When I watch that that uh, yeah. Morning Joe, yeah. he constantly says. Trump was a, a a liberal, not a liberal. I mean, he says uh, a New York Democrat. He was, he was yeah. not a Democrat. Okay, okay. First of all, because Trump is nothing but a political operator uh, who gives a shit about nobody but himself. That he was living in a blue state, in a blue town, and and he yeah. the he was giving money. To politicians, apparently, who knows? I mean, we'd have to look into it because he he supposedly, whenever well, he said he was, how, uh, many, how many? What? What? How Listen, many, how many women do you think he gave money to to have abortion? Well, that's what I mean too. But the whole thing with him with Trump being a Democrat is bullshit because he's not a Democrat. He was he was he was giving money to Democratic politicians because that's who are in this town. We have Democratic. Legislatures and yeah. legislators, right, because right. so it doesn't. He's not a Democrat. Uh, all this time that he was in New York, he was a racist asshole. But taking out ads in the New York Times about uh, putting to death the uh, those 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 kids oh, that oh, were yeah. arrested, and it ends up that they were innocent. Right. So that's not a, that, a yeah, Democrat yeah. doesn't do shit like that. So. To, He's not a Democrat. He may. I don't know if he was registered Democrat or not. I don't think he was registered. In fact, his asshole children couldn't even vote for him <laughs> in the primaries because they weren't registered. Really? Yeah, they they missed oh the registration God. date. 
So they oh my God, they don't care. Awful. They don't care. They're not they are out for themselves. They've never had a care about the the politics or the running of this country or anything. They just right. want what right. they want when they want it. They want it done. They knew they had to grease bombs because we have bribery built into the system. And 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 I right, I, but I mean, like I'm saying, if he if anybody wants to have abortion, it would be him. Because of course, he's, he's probably gotten so many women pregnant that needed to get an well, abortion. Right, because you know, apparently, when he was with uh, Stormy Daniels, that poor woman, she should be she should be uh, given a medal for yeah. putting up with that. Yeah, she should. <laughs> that poor woman. Um. <laughs> But I know. I know that she had to do that. I, I guess whatever. I, she. I remember Did her. She her no, but I know that he. She said something that he didn't. He didn't want to wear a condom or something. So yeah, of course, because ah, that's the way they are. They're you. like you know. He's uh, that's. It's all about him. He he just right. wants to and stick they, his smaller than average penis into a into a a woman. It, it's not about the woman or oh. having a connection with somebody or whatever. Even his no, wife, no. you know. Uh, and, and for me to think about what his motive is to have sex with a woman, it certainly isn't to have a a gorgeous procreation of life right. that's in sanctity, like you were talking about. Of course, of like course. These people want to hold the sanctity of life when the conception wasn't sanctified. The conception is almost never sanctified. Right. It's never in God's eye. Of course, God. Give me a break with it, this it God. It pisses me off, man. It pisses I, I, me well, off. it's just. It, it, they, it, the whole hypocrisy, just like what I was saying. If they really didn't want abortion, they would actually tackle the policies that reduce its number legitimately, like and, and like uh, universal health care, universal higher education, because these are things that when somebody finds themselves pregnant, uh, uh, unplanned, they say, "Oh my God, can I?" afford to have a child or another child or or whatever right. and they assess the yeah uh the fact that we're the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap where you're now in the united states if you're born in poverty you you have a higher chance of staying in poverty than any other uh. of the oecd whatever the hell countries including england which is supposedly so classist right. That has a goddamn queen. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, you think of the, those are the policies that reduce the numbers of abortions. And in fact, I was just looking at this article and I'm sure I lost it because I have 50,000 uh, articles open. But and as I was saying before, that the uh, abortion rates go down under Democratic uh uh, under uh, under democratic um what do you call it uh let you know policies Poli so it's yeah. uh it's that's not a that's not me saying it that's those are that's the numbers that's the math and yeah. and what else bothers the crap out of me is they want to they're going to punish the woman for getting a oh, why doesn't the guy get punished she didn't get that way well, by guy, herself according to republicans Men, uh, they're not. That's that's the whole patriarchal, misogynistic worldview of the they typical Republican. What? what? 
Say that again. I don't get it. I don't understand. How can they let the man off the hook? Because they the woman they has hate to women. The fucking thing. They're misogynists. That's what it is. It's about controlling women. And it's true. If if oh. men got pregnant, abortion would be a sacrament. And they they it's really about keeping women down they in their minds they uh, even the evangelicals this is what they believe there is and conservatives in general they are they they're very hierarchical okay because they're the world is a scary complex place and that's why republicans conservatives evangelicals those that those you know non non-normal people i don't know i'm just kidding but uh they they are attracted <laughs> to hierarchy because it and they've done studies on this, so it's not just me talking about it. But they they are attracted to hierarchy because it it keeps it 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 makes sense to them of the scary complex world, right? Everybody in their place. Uh, that's why when women have uh, autonomy, that's a very scary thing. And men and they and it and it slips out all the time where where these Republican men will say something stupid or whatever. Like this is what they think. They really think this that men, you know, uh, legitimate rape or whatever. Like that men that men can't oh. control themselves or and it's almost like according to Republicans, like you must have sex is a biological imperative for men, and they they need to put their penis in a woman and a woman should be virtuous and 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 that's why when they have get pregnant by accident or whatever they should be punished because it's it's a sin it's a sin and uh, what the hell are they talking about that is insane that is is insanity Right, and, that is, that is, but to that them, from the, you know, that's why it's like what, that's what uh, these religious—they're uh, always—they they go after the sexuality of somebody because that's you're who you're controlling their 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 being, you know, when you got them by the balls, yeah. basically, right? Literally, uh, you and uh, well. so that's it's really about control, and um, and these Republicans—they're so stupid. They're just everything that they 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 know nothing about a woman's body. Like I was saying, they really don't. They will want to control a woman's well, they're, body. They're afraid of it. Yes, that's it. They're afraid of women's power, and they don't want. And I think that they know. Uh, oh, this is what I think. Uh, if I want to psychoanalyze them, that they that they know. And I always talk about this in other ways too with the Republicans. Like they like for instance, the Republican straight white male in general is so afraid that we will all find out just how inadequate they truly are. That's why they, they cling to this white, you know, white privilege. It's the same thing here. And they, they believe that if without that privilege, then if women were equal, then um, will will all they they won't have their privilege they because they understand in their hearts that they're inadequate. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> yeah, they're inadequate, and they've had this for way too long, and yes. they took way many advantages of us exactly. for way too long, and now they got to pay the price, and they're afraid of what the price is, which is equality, right? Idiot. And if they were real and, and, and ultimately it's like they, they betray themselves as 
fearful, weak, little, whiny little bitches that they are by, you know, if you're a strong male, if you are confident in yourself, you don't have these feelings of needing to put everybody in their place because you're you're secure. You know, you know who you are. You don't need to be validated by some like just by the mere fact that you were born with a fucking Y chromosome, you know. And uh, yeah, it's sort of like uh, like my friend Wayne, who is a straight white man, male, and he's he's fit. He works out. He's very handsome. He likes to rollerblade in Central Park. And he's he always gets hit hit on by guys in the park. Right. But he's not a dick. Uh-huh. He's not. A, he's 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 like, oh, no, I'm straight. Don't worry. You know, and one time, you know, we're we're all in recovery or whatever. And he was to- well, some guy hit on him and he was saying, like, next thing you know, they went to a meeting together. Like they just started talking and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And but he's straight. You know what I mean? And he's he's never. Yeah. yeah. And if he was if he was I always think of him when I hear these cases of these, you know, guys or whatever, because like homophobia is the telltale sign of somebody who is who is this closet case you know what i mean but it's the same thing if you're if you are so it's 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 like a human thing if you're if if you you think i don't know you're if you're so uh afraid of who the hell you of your inadequacy you won't have to inflict your manias on society like this they are inflicting right. it right. and they're and they're they're so full of shit that's the other thing like we were saying if they really don't want abortions you want nobody wants people to have to have an abortion who the hell wants to go through that the, the, we, right. that's why you create the, oh. the 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 you know with your with legislation you try to create a society that reduces the numbers but you do it in a reality-based way. It has been going down. I mean, this 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 year or something is like the That's least it. amount of pregnancies. That's right. Has been going been going down. Mm-hmm. No, and that is right. Abortion rates are are down, and they go down under Democratic. Uh, you know, legislation. So that's why I, whenever yeah. I argue with some right winger. Um, I always say, well, if you're, you know, and they talk about a baby or whatever, or baby killers, then it's really the Republicans that they're not only killing babies, they're killing toddlers, they're killing prepubescent, they're cr- killing high schoolers, adults, seniors, on and on and on. They kill more people than, uh, you know, I mean, these are people, like I was saying earlier, that who celebrate kicking millions of Americans off health care. They talk about babies. They're talking about a clump of yeah, cells. Yeah. They're talking about uh, a fetus. But forget about all the babies that are shot dead. What about all those babies in Sandy Hook? Or the, the kids at Ugh. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas? Or on and on every day, a new shooting. Or what about all the kids that are now uh, taking the oath to join the military and these assholes are going to send these these young people to die for another lie uh, uh, based on nothing. Uh, then they, they're all what, about executing. What's that? Do you think that they're going to go to war with Iran? They're going. They're trying. They're definitely trying. That's why. I mean, isn't it um, concerning to hear that John Bolton is going to is meeting in the CIA about Iran? That's what they did. That's what Cheney did. He's doing. A, he's pulling a Cheney. And, 
And yeah. do you think that he's doing that? Because somebody said the other day, I heard somebody say that Trump actually said he thinks Obama's going to go to war with Iran so that they can't take him out of office because you can't take a president, a sitting president out of office during time of war. Or no, something. nobody. Well, no, no, no. This is what, what, what where are you hearing all these things? Who, 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 who are you listening to? <laughs> No, Trump, during Obama, Trump put, I think this is what I'm thinking you're saying, is that Trump uh, put out a tweet or something, as he does. He, when, I, uh, when I hear Trump tweeted, I think about a baby pooping its diapers. Like, like on MSNBC, he was like, oh, Trump is tweeting. And I always think about, oh, the baby's pooping. But anyway, but um, so when, during Obama, Trump, tweeted that oh uh watch out uh obama's gonna start a war with iran so because he wants you know he wants to win the election but now that's what trump is doing and and it's there's no law you can't take a president out of office during a time of war that's that's just not that's not a law that's just what people say it it's something that will they that the leaders or quote unquote so-called leaders um they they it helps they believe it helps them like like bush wanted to be a war president Uh, and yeah it helps helps them with the dupes because the dupes like to wave their flags and uh go rah rah god bless the troops oh my god Right. Well, this is actually now that I'm saying that when I was watching Joe Biden's uh, his he gave a speech or whatever today, that's it kind of annoyed oh, me. Yeah. Well, yeah, when he uh, he ended the speech, God, uh, God bless our troops or whatever. I mean, come on, come on, <laughs> you know, really? Uh, is that really necessary? Mandatory to say that. Right. God bless our troops. Like, what are, what, where are we living? My God. It yeah. should be, yeah, God bless all of us. God bless our garbage people, our fire people. I love my garbage person. Right. Uh, I mean, God bless our uh, webmaster, our, you know, I mean, <laughs> everybody makes this yeah. fucking thing go around. I'm sorry. Hey, listen, I'm going to let you finish up. I have to go All right. get ready for this show. All right, Poppy. All right. Have a great show. I love you, Tara. Love you, too. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. All right. I'll talk to you. Bye. Okay. Bye, Poppy. Bye. Poppy <laughs> Champlin, everyone. Check out her. If you if she comes to town, you should go see her. Go check out her her website. I think it's Poppycock. But if you just Google her name, Poppy. Yes. Poppy Champlin, that's Champlin, and you will find her. Anyway, all right, and she'll, she's here all the time, too, on Tara Buster, and I'm very grateful for that. So, all right, guys, I'm looking at the time. We got about 10 minutes left, and I hope you enjoyed our gathering today. I did. I guess that's all that matters. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. It, it matters that you care, because why would I do this if you weren't here? I mean, I'd be talking to my cats. That would just be a regular Saturday night, not a special Saturday night spent with the Terror Buster crew. 
And if you guys are listening on the podcast, come join us live. We there are a lot of places to watch Tarabusta, but you uh, um, on YouTube there's a very lively group, and we're all over the place. Everybody's here. There's a lot of chatting, which I think is great. I enjoy it. I maybe one day I'll have to consolidate all the places that we meet and just make it one. I don't know. It's too hard to uh <clears throat> keep up with everything all the time. That's what I'm saying. And I'm also pissed off. The other thing is I'm because of the I encourage everybody to buy stuff on the merch site on the RDT Daily merchandise. If you go on Facebook and there's you could see there's a there's a link to shop and there's different merchandise and also at RDT Daily there's a link to the merch store. It's on Shopify. And there's also a, an Etsy page. But anyway, uh, Amazon took away our pay portal, just so you know, because we had a shirt on there that said F-C-K-T-R-M-P, as if, uh, I guess it was offensive. And then I appealed this this ruling, and I guess I got some 20-year-old Trump and Z to review my appeal because within 15 minutes they had denied it and they stripped me of the Amazon pay portal, which really sucks because um, people want to use it. You know what I mean? So I'm pissed off about that. And, and, and it just shows you another reason why we need to break up these big giant conglomerates because why is Amazon giving us a pay portal there should be, uh, it should do one thing. It's, it's a, it sells something, or there's a, it's a movie studio, or it's a streaming service, or it's a pay portal. Why is it all these things? It's all over the place. It's entirely too big, and you can't talk to anybody. That's the other thing. So I'm trying to reach them. I'm like, what are you talking about? Why are you denying me? Because the other thing is, that's offensive, F-C-K-T-R-M-P, the, just a collection of letters, right? But they sell the same exact shirt on Amazon.com and merchandise that says the same thing. So, but on my site, my little dinky site, it's offensive. And it's, there's no, you can't even talk to anybody to be like, what? But anyway, so this is what we're up against. And this is why I ask people to donate and to become a patron because this we're, it will help. It will help us. If we eventually, if we get enough patrons, we can get people. It's not, it doesn't have to just be me. I have absolutely no time to constantly battle these people. These, the, uh, I would have somebody that could do it. And I could do other things. And don't always have to, because like once you sit down, you start doing that. That's your whole day. Then you're battling Amazon all goddamn day. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's hard to do things. Anyway, one other thing I wanted to say, since we only have a few minutes, <clears throat> is Jared Kushner. Of course, I mean, we talked about the war. Okay, Michael Flynn. That was another thing I wanted to talk about. I didn't really get into, but there uh, a transcript was released, uh, or they the judge in the Russia probe. Let's just say. Trump is a traitor. We know this. His, him and his campaign, the campaign met with Russians 124 times on top of all, and conveniently forgot about it. And the Russian, I mean, why did they meet with the Irish or the, or the Spanish or the English? No, it was the Russians. 
Because Trump is up to his eyeballs in money laundering for Rus- the Russian mob, all right? So, whatever. That's that. We'll find out. And, and, the, and the Democrats are, uh, oh, well, we, we don't want to upset the trump who might vote for us. Yeah, really. Get a grip, honey. Wake up. They're not going to vote for de- a Democrat, no matter what. Why do you care? Why don't you bring it to the people? Bring the impeachment hearings in front of the American people. They, they read the Mueller report on the floor of the House, apparently. Who, who the hell saw it? They're not watching it. It's, it wasn't streamed on Fox News, I guarantee you. But if you, get, if you impeach Trump, all of it is coming out in the open. They could just get away with defying subpoenas? Oh, my God. This is what, how a republic dies. They get away with it. Why are we letting them get away with it? But the other thing I wanted to say is that the Jared Kushner, you know, on top of, of uh, coming up with w- world peace and uh, a cure for, uh, for chlamydia and a, what else? He's coming up, he's fixing immigration here in the United States because they hate, they hate immigrants, even though we're a nation of immigrants, you know, whatever. And one of the things they, they want is a civics test before they, uh, you're, you're admitted. You have to pass a, an American history civics test. First of all, let's do it now. Let's give them all, all Republicans a civics test. Let's see who passes it. These idiots don't know history or civics or anything. They barely know reality. And I was when I heard this, they because I I have a friend right now who's go, who's becoming an American citizen, and she's studying for the the test, and it's a history test. So I was like, give it to the Republicans right now. And I, what I thought about because you know Republicans are all about uh, speaking English. Right. Uh, Give it to them now. They can't even spell, much less speak English. But uh, they uh, here's I I wish they had given it to Sarah Palin. Here's a here's a clip. Warned uh, the the British that they weren't going to be taking away our arms uh, by reading those bills and and, um, making sure as he's riding his horse through town to send those warning shots and bells that uh, we were going to be secure and we were going to be free. Riding through town, sending those warning bells and shots. Give them the test now. We might be able to weed out a whole lot of them to send them back to where the hell they came from, wherever that is. I don't know. I think it. maybe it's uh, the moon or something. <laughs> I wish. Honestly, give give it to them now, and uh, maybe half of the battle is is won. But yeah, now because Trump's new immigration plan, he wouldn't even be an American under his own laws, so, uh, under the own policies that he wants. Uh, apparently, um, <clears throat> uh, they only have two minutes, but it says uh, in this article. <clears throat> um, that the Ameri- that the United States' long history of welcoming the poor, striving and the needy, and reser- uh, would re- be reserved for for those with a higher education and fat paychecks. This is what they're turning this country into. Just uh, I mean, who wants to come here? You got a high education and if yeah, I mean, really, come on, stay in Norway. 
At least you have free health care. You can get an abortion if you want one. Anyway. All right, guys. We only have one minute left. And I want to thank everyone for hanging out this week, as you do every week. So we're going to we'll meet back here next week. God knows what will happen. And I mean God figuratively, because I do not believe that there's a man on a cloud making a list of who's naughty and who's nice. And why would it be a man, anyway? Why would a God need a penis? Does he have a penis? Where does he relieve himself? It must be in Arkansas, or at least thereabouts. And sometimes, another thing I wanted to talk about was maybe we should encourage them to secede. Just secede already. Even though I know there are nice people in Arkansas, just like there are nice normal people everywhere. It's really the normal patriotic Americans against the Republicans. And we will win. I truly believe that because we are on the right side of history and the right side of humanity. As I always say, we stick together, we win. I believe that in my heart. My name is Tara Devlin. Please become a patron. Thank you for hanging out with me every week. And thank you, Poppy Champlin, for, for being a friend and, and enhancing our weekly gathering. And I will see you guys later. <laughs>